0: Today is October sixth, twenty twenty two. You are listening to Star Wars Old Republic Radio Andor, and today we are gonna be discussing Andor Episode Five. The Axe Forgets. That was a good metaphor to it put was. With this. Is that like an actual saying? Or? When I first saw the name of the episode, I was like, what? <laughs> it was it's kind of interesting because what they, have like, all the episodes leading up to now have been kind of like Mandalorian vibes. You mm-hmm. know how it's just like they just bluntly tell you some Star Wars term, but this is mm-hmm. just like, okay, this, I hope by the end will make sense. And the name did make sense. It was pretty good. Yeah, I really liked this episode. I felt like everything was more connected a bit more. Mm-hmm that was repetitive <laughs> but <laughs> like with the characters, yeah <laughs> and even i feel like it's all coming together a bit more and we're sort of seeing <laughs> the overarching goal of what's about to happen mm-hmm. it's very much reminding me of like infinity war and endgame and just we have all of these moving parts and somehow mm-hmm. it's gonna climax this is better than marvel though it is so much better <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like how they're really like we keep saying this and I feel like this is what everyone's saying is they're taking their time with Andor Mm -hmm. because they could have easily put the whole mission the Aldani mission in this episode or even in the last episode but they're just building it up taking the time to get to know each character Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because now if any of them die you'd actually be sad right? because you know like their history and why they're in this rebellion and it would also be such an impact too because of where the storyline is going, and they all matter.
1: Mm-hmm. They've really
0: <clears throat> done a really good job at making us attached to them. Which is also another thing I wanted to say, is, is all of the characters are somewhat relatable.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. they've become so personable, how they've created them. Whereas in regular Star Wars, it's sort of like, I can't relate to being a Jedi. I don't have cool yeah. saber powers. <laughs> yeah, <it> let's <laughs> you go like deeper into their characters, but just like right. the movies, you're kind of like you're just watching this really cool Jedi or person right. doing whatever. But now this is like, oh wow, I kind ca- I kind of know what that feels like. Yeah, to like a certain extent. <laughs> like Carn. <laughs> yeah, sort Ka- of. Kyle. Um, Kyle. Kyle. Cyril. 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 We know his name cereal. now. <laughs> Cyril. <Cereal>? Cyril. <laughs> Carl. Cyril Carl. Cyril eating his <laughs> cereal. <laughs> That's gonna be so hard to say. Carol, Carol ate cereal. It sounds like a girl <laughs> name, honestly. This episode started out like all the others with incredible music. Mm-hmm. The, over- the intro was so good, and then I was even telling Sierra as it was starting, I was like, I want to see more of Karn. and then he's the first one you see. Mm-hmm. That was great, and he's in his like his little bedroom. He's like trying to keep from crying, like so sad. And I instantly because usually, you know, it takes time to like get into an episode of something like, oh, like I can't just start in the middle or whatever. I got to get into it. This I was like instantly into it. Like, oh, man, we just picked up right where we left off with him. I told I was like at first I never really liked his character. But at that scene, I was like, oh, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) you see in like the movies, the originals, if some lieutenant or officer does a bad job he gets force choked and right. he's dead and he's out or it's like you're relieved of duty and then you never hear from him again but we're picking up is this guy that lost his job and he's sad because he really wanted to do it and and he was yeah. trying to do his best mm-hmm. that's yeah, he the was thing like he was trying and they just kicked him to the curb yeah mm. And another thing, too, is you see when he's looking out the window, you see the sun. You know, he's looking up at the sun. Mm-hmm. Not very good idea for your sight, but <laughs> he is. But you see he's so, like, down, low to the ground, you know, because the way Coruscant's always been is if you're rich and more elite, mm-hmm. you're, you're way above ground, you know. And it's like the lower you are, the lower class you are. Right. The underworld of Coruscant. Basically, so he's like so down low to the ground, It just said his, his mom's house. It's where they put the senior center. <laughs> the senior <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get evicted if they find out. <laughs> sorry, you're not over 60, sir. <laughs> like my mom is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, I really like what they're doing with that. Mm-hmm. And then his mom is just straight up tough love. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <She's just> like, <laughs> what did she say? Like you should have like when taking the job and like I'm gonna be I'm a disappointment or something like that. Like just straight up burned him. Mm-hmm. I love it <laughs> that she's like here, have your cereal. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> she's not a true mother though because the mother would have filled that bowl so high. I know, right? I was <laughs> like, that's all he got. She did give him that other like platter with the tray with the runs and stuff yeah. on it. Here, eat <laughs> some sure. more eat the tray <laughs> <laughs> the tray no and then they yeah, I love how it's a classic like is that cereal yeah. right but then they put some blue milk in there it looks like he's eating a bowl of tricks yeah mm-hmm. and this, that's in exactly the middle, what I thought it just dissolved in the milk turned a different color when he just picked it up though I'm like who just picks up there's and your <laughs> <laughs> your fingers aren't even like wet with blue milk that's what is, I thought know, pick it up yeah that scene though the camera I was like wow that's really pretty. yeah this is, this is must, must have been dog. awkward filming for him but <laughs> well, here look at <laughs> this, makes this, for a pretty this, this one grain of cereal and I know it wasn't he just me that thought he was like eating tricks. no 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 just I, tricks I, I thought that I just couldn't remember what they were called for a while. I'm just Silly. like the, Cere- the, round <laughs> the round cereal round cereal yeah <laughs> so they have their whole conversation and then I love his mom just like mm-hmm. Uncle Harlow this is such yeah. a classic yeah. uncle yeah. name. Yeah, it's like the equivalent to like Julio, Uncle Julio is gonna set you <laughs> up. Yeah, <laughs> it me up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and then even their conversation when Cyril's like, "Why didn't you ever come visit? Like you yeah. could have come any time." Yeah. So, not Star Wars. Yeah. But I was so invested. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I thought that was really good. I feel like Andor is one of the only shows where they can do something like this. Mm-hmm. This decision that they've made to take with this show yeah. and it's so cool too because we've always known the rebel alliance to be so big and to see it all minuscule mm-hmm. and like even on the you. empire side too mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Sir- cyril. <laughs> cyril 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 <laughs> it's hard to s- like it it's is. one of those where you could say it so many different ways yeah but how minuscule it's and it's building
1: because
0: mm-hmm. It's just really cool how they still have the big overarching theme, but they're like compressing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot like Rebels okay. because for the majority of Rebels, you don't see any other of the Alliance, it's just what six of them. Yeah, there's six of them, mm-hmm. and they're going around thinking if you count, etc. Yeah, he's counted. Oh, I mean, he does a lot, he's counted. <laughs> kills the most people. It, he kills a lot of people. <laughs> <No>. He's counting. <laughs> so that it's it's really similar to that. They're doing yeah. like the whole rebels thing, which I like that they're including that there's the different you know cells broken mm-hmm. up and that most of them yeah. they don't know that there's something bigger because they even mentioned it in this episode at the very end with Luthen when he was like so worried about how the mission is going to turn yeah. out and they're like they said Vel's the only one who can trace it back to us again and then he mentions Cassian another reason why I think that she might be his daughter (laughs) that's what I thought that would be cool like again I'm not gonna like have it canon yet in my mind because there are some things where I'm like oh 100% yeah but I still think that's a possibility it's definitely a possibility so yeah he's worried because they're like their own little rebellion group on aldani and he just doesn't want them if they get captured to spill the news that there's more of them and they were sent by someone else to do this mission mm-hmm. not just them on their own and so he's freaking about cassian and i'm like why did he pick cassian to do this because it doesn't it's not like he just randomly found this guy and is like oh we're gonna use you because he knows so much about cassian right. Mhm. So every time Cassian doubts, he just gives him a little more information. Yeah, it's like we gotta remember that there's something that we watching don't know, that Luthen does know. Mm-hmm. Spill it, spill the beans, Luthen. Yeah, spill the blue milk. <laughs> spill the blue milk, Luthen. I like that you got to see every character in this episode, even if they were yeah. just small, like Mon Mothma. She didn't mm-hmm. have like a ton going on but she was still there all you got was that her family is very dysfunctional yeah yeah, and they're they're sort of blaming her for i guess not being a good mom or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah. she's got so much on her plate she does yeah. which makes me think like do they know she's in the rebellion yeah like how much does she tell them because right. they don't seem like they're all close they're always going yeah. at each other because you can even tell like when her daughter comes down Lita. I believe her name is mm-hmm. and they pick up almost like in an argument where they left off so this wasn't like a forming thing it was just a continuation of the tensions yeah. that they keep having and it's just complicated because yeah. she's all like i'm busy and this and that like i'll take you and do this i'll take you to class and she's like no dad's gonna take me and it's just like and and he doesn't do anything so much either. Yeah, yeah he mm-hmm. just sits back and watches he's just kind of smirking like yeah you did this yeah so this who knows if she tells them everything she's doing because they're pretty much ge- they don't get involved with like the mm-hmm. Empire and the rebellion picking sides what's good or not they just care about living their life mm-hmm. they're and what they can get out of it yeah because at this point they're well off you yeah. know they got a nice house they're not like oh they're you know watching us and mm-hmm all mm-hmm. this they trying to take control over us they're just doing fine yeah we could see from the first episode that the husband was in that he doesn't care about mm-hmm. like other people which we talked about that in the other episode yeah and based off Star Wars Legends Mom Mothma's daughter will eventually s- like see everything her mother did you know to be a part of the rebellion mm-hmm. and is for it so who knows if they'll go off of the legend and kind of change that beginning now in this show or if we'll just get the tensions. Hmm. That's cool. I feel like that's a big motivation that we're seeing too is like her husband and just sort of what can I get out of the situation that's best for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even Cassian has that a little bit. And even Blevin, mm-hmm. when he's talking to that other officer he's like how do, what do you think about this giant place for a new office yeah as they're like evicting the people right. from their house mm-hmm. he just cares yeah. about getting more yeah and he just walks away with a smirk on his face and then you have deadra deadra Dedra, who's like actively trying to figure out how to stop the growing rebellion but she doesn't know it's them yet yeah yeah she's like it's it's, it's too random to be random yeah, because you're seeing, and then they mention, like, they keep cameo, ca- cameo. I said cameoing, is that a word? Sure. They keep <laughs> cameoing different planets, you know, you're like, mm-hmm. I know that one, and that one, and then they mention Jakku. And I'm like, you quiet. Like, uh, no. <laughs> it's cool, I don't like the sequels, but it's cool that they're bringing it into, yeah. like, mentioning it with things yeah. like these. I feel like they did that in another show, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, because they just did in the last episode, we didn't even talk about it, but how they mentioned Scarif. Oh, yeah. Like, all all these supplies going to Scarif, which is kind of the beach planet, you know, where mm-hmm. Rogue One goes down. Mm-hmm. All those events in the end. So, it's cool that they mentioned, like, that's starting, that process is starting now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little cameos to things. Hopefully, it'll make the sequels somewhat better. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's all down to Dave Filoni. If he yeah. can fix the sequels. By making prequels to the sequels to the sequels because that even started in boba fett you know how yeah. luke was starting to build like a school mm-hmm. and things you're like okay this is like mm-hmm. a prequel to the sequels which yeah could, could redeem them in some way maybe boba fett reminded me how much i liked luke yeah because after the sequels i just wasn't a fan anymore yeah because he's all like a hermit like Jedi done with. Like in, which what was the second one, the last Jedi, the last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. he was kind of cool in that one. Um, during the fight with Kylo, like how he was talking and stuff, that was cool. That was Luke. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and how he died was just yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. sure. If you want to kill Luke Skywalker in that way, like. Just like that. Can we have a do-over, please? Like, give him an epic death. Like, can he fall into a volcano? Or, like, do some type of, like... Pull an Obi-Wan? Really insane thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Killed by Darth
0: Vader's hand. (laughs) Just anything. Anything better than... He just just gets whisked away in the wind. He got tired. (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) I mean, so did Yoda, but... Padme died of sadness. He died of exhaustion. Padme. Heartbreaking. And then Leia died of sadness right it just was like it's my time <laughs> yeah. no she just did died her, oh no she got like sucked she, out into space no that she didn't die then she died in rise of skywalker you remember i feel yeah. like she just died like you know it's time to okay but wasn't ben she like unconscious for a out while? of all of them in that and family she died yeah, then she came up vader had the coolest like, death ben. and then she died <laughs> 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 sure if that's how you want Leia to go out. Vader had the coolest death out of all of them. Oh, yeah. He oh, took uh, down Palpy. Like, Palpy? <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess you don't hang out around us when we talk about Palpy. I usually I like call him that. Palp. Palp? He took out the Palps, man. <laughs> he took out the Senate. <laughs> the whole thing. Oh, no. The whole. All of it. Uh, except the clone, apparently. But, yeah, Andor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so yeah what were we were talking about i wonder if vader's gonna be in it i hope there's some that mention. would be like so cool i didn't think about that um i've been thinking about that i've like, been waiting for things like some type of big cameo like that because you know in rogue one how it was very independent from the rest of star wars yeah. but in the end you got darth vader yeah and leia and it was It'd just like cool this really brought cool in target yeah so I'm waiting for that to happen with this show because right now it's again it's like it's distant from that but strongly related to it. But I'm waiting for like one of those characters where you're like, whoa, mm-hmm. like this someone this familiar. Is, like, this because is about. as of now, there's like no one and nothing that is familiar. Yeah, except Mon Mothman. Except Mon- oh yeah, I forgot about her. <laughs> and Cassian well he doesn't count <laughs> maybe maybe like when saw Guerrero shows up oh yeah i forgot he's Saul gonna Guerrera be in it too. i take it's gonna be like a, he's gonna be really big yeah i'm really excited for that <clears throat> see what they do with that um i just want to say real quick that dedra's assistant looks like he could be tarkin's brother tarkin you know he's the bad guy he's in the originals and he's in rogue one too this dude will huff oh, his name is will huff i okay. knew that but i forgot anyway but he looks like the assistant huh yeah doesn't he he looks similar to i him. didn't think so i was like i'm trying to he was in this episode right Mm-hmm. the latest one he was yeah why don't you go to the latest oh here episode. we go Found it. he has <laughs> nice. darkness around his eyes it could be makeup yeah i think it is also i'm getting tom hiddleston vibes yeah the cheekbones. <laughs> Shoulda brought Tom Hiddleston brother He needs- that would be it's so not cool. adopted. Honestly, He'd though? would be so cool. I could see him. Who being. did we say he would be really cool for? Anyone. Some He was like, from the Clone Wars you guys said he was like- Oh, you mean really Benedict big. Cumberbatch? Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. He yeah could for Thrawn? Yeah. Totally. Tarkin? Did I say Tarkin? Yeah, Thrawn. Thrawn. Not Admiral he Tarkin. Th- <laughs> Tarkin. <laughs> <laughs> he could be Thrawn. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say no the face shape is not the same at all no. <laughs> also like cassian's big not big but he had a scene where we actually saw like some emotion when he was called into the tent with vel and uh i forget what his name is oh, terraman was it Terramin? Yeah. i thought it was the other guy that sounds oh, like some sort of not spice terraman so. no it was Termin. okay um But they were like, do you know how to get this thing off of this thing? And he was like, I mean, why are you asking? Like, you don't know. Like, when he's like, is this a test? Yeah. At first, because, I mean, genuinely, it could have been a test. They're like, yeah, we just want to make sure you can think on the spot. (laughs) Keep up, kid. (laughs) But no, they really didn't know. And he was, I feel like, that was the first time we saw emotion, whereas before we've only seen him staring and brooding. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, being a little bit lost and confused and also yeah standoffish yeah but now he's kind of he was kind of at a loss for words yeah like you're playing you've been planning this for months you guys say
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you've got everything figured out all these things but you don't know for sure if you're gonna even be able to move it mm-hmm. and he's just like he was just totally surprised by that and they're yeah. like we would have figured it out Yeah, but we just you know <laughs> wanted to ask you maybe you knew yeah. which he did know Shows he's got experience with yes. things like these. Even when they were like doing the the marching, and then he was like, "He should. He's left-handed. He should be on the outside."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And everyone else was like, "Nah, dude, <laughs> yeah. we're not doing what you say." So it's sort of like yeah. he's he's proving himself more and more. And it also showed that he was observant by knowing what everyone else yeah. was. Right. So now they're all going to be kind of like, "He's watching us. He's not just you know there and just." Yeah. In his own little world, he he yeah. knows what's up. Yeah, and they've all sort of laid out their motivations for what they're doing, mm-hmm. yeah. except for Sento. Yeah, yeah. We I don't have hers. St- no, which they're all there basically for revenge. And Val said it was like everybody has their own rebellion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I liked that. Line. I liked that too. I was like because it does show. Because sometimes in like you know the movies, the rebels, you're like I don't know who you are in the back or why mm-hmm. you're even here but this we're building up everyone's storylines to know yeah. why exactly they're here and doing yeah. this and it kind of makes you think like oh yeah everyone does have a story for being there like why they're there instead mm-hmm. of just like oh i mm-hmm. heard about it and figured yeah. i would do just it Wanted to come. Yeah. yeah and i thought it was a little bit ironic and correct me if i'm wrong if i'm getting the wrong vibes but everyone with their motivation it seems like they hate the empire they fear the empire they want it gone and that's like the same sort of feelings that the empire is built on is fear and hate
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and so it's sort of what's the difference between those two sides in motivation mm-hmm. yeah like, is it hope that their building has is it they're that they just being completely oppressed yeah these, these are like, questions that they have in the Clone Wars, too. It's yeah. bring like thinking of Mandalore arcs and stuff that Satine is like, why are you fighting? Yeah, <laughs> and like with this particular rebellion, like are they doing the right thing for right. the wrong reasons? Because, again, back to Rebels. This reminds me of a lot of Rebels. I feel like in Rebels, the Ghost crew, they did the right things for the right reasons, and mm-hmm. they weren't always right with everything, but they had the motive of they wanted to help everyone else in mm-hmm. the galaxy. They were that fighting was for under freedom. Freedom. They were fighting to help others, whereas these people all kind of have like, "This for you know, I'm I'm mad at the Empire. I want to get back at them." Mm. So, like you said, it was very reliant on revenge. Yeah. With these guys. Yeah, and even I think it was Skeen, Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Skean. His his brother and that whole story. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, his apology. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he was sort of, I was fighting for the empire because I hated him, and now I'm not so sure. Or something like that, and now I'm not so sure what my feelings like are. What he's feeling. Mm-hmm. Kind of like I'm just doing it. Now I'm not so sure why I even do it. Yeah. So, like he's losing hope. Yeah, he needs that hope. Rebellions are built on hope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, though. Yeah, I think this is a different perspective because usually you see, like, the main people. They're all, like, Mm -hmm. fighting for freedom against the Empire and stuff. And these guys are all, like, dark and broody. (laughs) Um, Yeah. um, Hunter should be with this. I'm kidding. (laughs) Hunter Hunter has amazing motivations, though. (laughs) Which is kind of funny because I feel like in the movies, if you saw a character like that, it would kind of be a little bit off, like, we're not going to trust you very much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everyone would be like, yeah, okay, we're going to watch you very closely and see, like, what are your true motivations? But now they're all kind of like, we're a group, you know, we all think the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I liked how they had the conversation when they were making the journey towards, you know, that Imperial outpost. Mm -hmm. Like, they had it out. They were all honest with each other. Like, especially Cassian, Mm -hmm. because he admitted, I was hired for this. And that's all there is to it i'm here for the money yeah. <laughs> and it's like what's going on <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> that because you know how Skeen comes up to cassian you know holds him you know at knife point and is like don't move he takes the sky kyber and then you see nemec in the back he's like, what's going on Aww. just like all this is happening and he's just like hey, what's going on down there? You know, like, I'm curious. It was just the delivery of it and Mm -hmm. the fact that they just added that (laughs) because they did not have to. Mm -hmm. It was just hilarious. What's going
1: on? (laughs) Yeah. We, like, like,
0: laughed at that. (laughs) That was awesome. One of my favorite Star Wars scenes now. (laughs) I do like Nimic a lot. Yeah. He's got a very interesting motive. Yes. Very interesting motive. He was because, talking very fast. Yeah, right. he's not like the other I had, ones. I had to have subtitles on. I'm just Same. like, what I happening? think I listened to that conversation. Uh, we went back a few times. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Go back. Like, Do I have to slow you down? Me like, <laughs> that was a lot of words that I don't know, mm-hmm. that I don't understand. Uh, it's so complicated. He said he wants to write a manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got out of it. I heard. And To be, be continued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, here, drink this. It'll help drink like, your milk club. it's yeah. like in Harry, po- Harry Potter it reminded me it's like here it's chocolate help with when Harry's doing the Dementia oh, lupin. Lupin. oh lupin. Yes. yeah yeah this will keep you alive drink it <laughs> <laughs> and then he just throws it I was like no God. it was also really cool when Nemec pulled out that device and Cassian had said something like oh that's I haven't seen that thing in a while mm-hmm. that, or that's an oldie and he was, and then it was going off about how, yeah, it's completely undraceable, blah 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 blah. Old device, but it's it's good. It reminds me of the Razer Crest.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's old, but it's. Or out the Falcon. Full. Yeah, it just it's cool how they're talking more also about the technology and sort of relating it to our world. He's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, no, this is, this is a flip and, uh, phone. Usually <laughs> this <is> Windows Seven. <laughs> 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 it sucks, but it works. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. You don't really think about them, de- them having like different time periods in Star Wars. Where well, they do talk about it, but there's not much change, right? Throughout
1: the like the, little the galaxy, things. because you know in
0: yeah. Rebels, here I go again. They're like, <laughs> we're making a new kind of Tie Fighter mm-hmm. that can do all these cool things, as shields and you know can travel through hyperspace, like the big things. Yeah. But this is something <laughs> little, and it's just cool that they're like, this is an old one, but it's it's great yeah (laughs) also whenever that TIE fighter came in and right by like (laughs) flew right over them all I could think about was how we were joking last week about (laughs) like can you imagine a TIE fighter just being like a like a just a wheezing sound in the day oh yeah that's all I could think about and I lost it we need to make a video (laughs) of that I'm gonna record you wheezing (laughs) and I'm gonna overlay that over a TIE fighter (laughs) I hope that that oh my gosh that would be so funny (laughs) <laughs> and that, but that's literally all i could think about <laughs> whenever i saw a tie fighter i was like <laughs> i'm not overly <laughs> it over that specific scene of the tie fighter just flying yeah. i was like was it just me or was that tie fighter like low incredible it that was. was so cool it was. it was the way it looked so yeah real it was, you know the, the way whoever's it idea that, that was us. And just how loud it was and how it just came down. And even the way it was flying, it was slightly, you know. Yeah. It wasn't just like in Star Wars, you know, you see a TIE fighter going by and you're like, there it goes. But this Mm -hmm. is like, it feels like you're watching a movie where there's like some type of jet, you know. Yeah. And it's just like real. (laughs) Makes me want to watch it in theaters. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. And like a D-Box. Have you guys done that before? No. It's so, it's one of those comfy recliner seats, but you can have it rumble and move and stuff. What? It's very cool. That's a thing? Yeah. Have you done that? Yeah. We did it with a Top Gun. Bro. Bro. Which was very cool. <laughs> New Top Gun. Yeah. That's awesome. Very, very cool. Dang. I'm going to do that sometime. Dang, dang. <laughs> dang, dang. dang. <laughs> <Diggity-diggity>. <laughs> Nemec has very philosophical ideas when it comes yeah. to his reasons for being here, like the Empire like this machine or something like that yeah and like we we can't stand for that and then you he's know like then there's scheme in the star wars Gandhi. <laughs> Yeah, he's just so he was getting so deep talking so fast you could tell he has this knowledge yeah but it seems like everyone else in the group is kind of like yeah sure we're, we got revenge this is why we're here and they're not here to listen but cassian is so quiet hmm that he was just listening, so then he just got to blurt out all this information that he has and, like, comparing things and just getting all deep into it. Yeah. It was it was cool. And, and Cassian fast. was also sort of his target audience, too, because he doesn't really have any of these. He's just there for the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at that point, they don't even know why he's here, so they're all, like, mm-hmm. explaining their reasons kind of a thing, and he's just, like, listening. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't have strong opinions at all, so he'll just listen to anything. Yeah strong opinions in this area yeah yeah (laughs) at all (laughs) which i'm excited to see him develop more (laughs) like what's gonna happen to cassian that's gonna make him finally snap and be like get into it yeah have a bit more morality yeah because in rogue one you Mm -hmm. don't get any reason at all he's just there yeah but you can see it by his actions i think Mm -hmm. definitely and he's he's really invested in the rebellion yeah Willing it's to like dive dark contrast. It's really really And cool. he's not getting paid. And he's not getting paid. Well, so it's just he's got a journey ahead of him. He does. I feel like the most interesting conversation to me at least in this whole episode was Cassian talking with Skeen. Like when he woke up and saw that his things weren't right by mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And he goes out and it's like, Hey Val wanted me to check your bag and then they go like all into this like, Hey, you recognize the tattoos that i have and you know what they mean and no one else knows what they mean and what's so interesting is how vague it all was because mm-hmm. so they didn't totally go like oh yeah my backstory this and that just f- explaining because he's like i recognize that one is crate's head which is very vague because you know like the crate dragon mm-hmm. that was on tattooing sure okay and you mando. know um oh it, that's yeah, what it's called you know mando season two yeah That's the crate Dragon that they're fighting. the Tuscans had, like, this crate head. They had three relics. One was a crate head, and they would store it inside of their caves. And if I remember correctly, people would come and, like, steal their relics or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that could be, like, implying he used to be in some criminal gang or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, Cassian knows what's up because he's part of the the (laughs) Star Wars underworld. underworld, (laughs) All this shady stuff going on. So, maybe so we'll the get whip. more <laughs> clarification on, that web. <laughs> 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 He's on The dark web. on the dark web. I know all about that crate's head. I want to know what's going to happen after they finish the mission. Like, what's Cassie going to do? He's going to be paid? Yeah. Is he just going to go back on the run? Is he going to stay? Are they all going to die? Is it going like to be a should I stay or should I go there? Or they're not going to complete their mission successfully. Oh yeah. and then they're all going to die. Except him. <laughs> yeah, but then hi- um the other tattoo that Skeen had. Uh, what? Okay, did you guys know what they were for, the symbols and stuff? Okay, oh, this is where it gets this is where it gets big. Okay. Cuz he mentions like by the hand. That's all Cassian has to say for the guy to be like, "Yes, you get it." The only hand that I can think of that's relating to the empire because that's what skeem made it seem like it had to do with the empire when he mentioned mm-hmm. the axe and mm-hmm. this this and that. The is there's is these agents called the empire's hands. Basically, did his bidding like more of the dirty work that he didn't want like you know Darth Vader or yeah. the stormtroopers to do because that would be more public. So he had these agents that would just do his bidding, and he had a lot of them. One of them, including in Legends, Mara Jade, which is
1: Mara Jade Skywalker,
0: wife. Luke's wife in Legends. So that kind of, if this is what they're talking about, that could open up a whole door to her coming in. Hmm. And not necessarily being Luke's wife, but she could just make an appearance in some other form. But that would be cool if they did that. There's been talk for a while about her coming into any Star Wars, you know, Mm -hmm. cinematic appearance. But it's complicated because it's Luke's wife, Yeah, which she seems... To follow the pattern of the Jedi Order of no attachments yeah. in that way. So, I mean, we'll see because she was an agent sh- until she, you know, turned away from that. But who knows if this is even what they were saying. Yeah. But it could have been another form of it, you well, know? also, Luke and Leia would have been babies at Andor, right? At this point? Maybe. Wait, um, they might be a little. Maybe, like, no. 15? They're, yeah. Yeah they're somewhere around 10 to 15 past okay. 10 it's complicated and I, right. I still i haven't gotten a chance to do the timelining because i know yeah. they ke- they've released timelines and there's already contradictions like with just cassian hmm. being a kid and how that lines up so i haven't had a chance huh. to go on and you know try to sort it out which i will do how old is cassian in this do you know that's another thing that's oh okay <laughs> kind of com- complicated I think they said he was born sixteen Bby or no or yeah or he was twenty six Bby. It was one of those. There was a sixty six Bby. (laughs) Man, he's old. (laughs) (laughs) So I I'll figure it out and then we can have a whole conversation about that. But that would be interesting because he even mentioned like the way they're talking like they were held in captivity or something Mm -hmm. for a time and like just a really hard. Life, Because, I mean, who knows if Cassian's even completely honest. Because in the yeah. last episode, he just straight up lied to Luthen. And Luthen was like, well, actually, you know, you weren't fighting. You were the cook, this and that. But he said he was in this youth center for three years, from 13 to 16. But he, se- he seemed to know what was up. And they seemed to have gotten this connection by talking about this very vague subject. Right. Well, because... Why would he be in a youth center if he's been adopted? Yeah, he just said that he was, like, put into this. It was almost like some type of a program or something. Oh, okay. (laughs) Like the Red Room or something. (laughs) Oh, no. So, I mean... It's complicated because we don't know, because I was even thinking that. If he got adopted by Mm -hmm. Marva and Clem, how would he get mixed up in all this? But it could be possible because his father was hung his adopted father oh yeah so something could have gone down and then he was taken yeah found his way back it's hard because the planet that he mentions that he was taken to is unknown it's like a new planet that we don't know anything about that i know of and even um is like oh i've never heard of that one that he says Mm -hmm. so it's very vague who knows if we'll find out more about it but now I like this that they're doing that. We don't just know everything now. Yeah. We're invested. We're gonna yeah. finish it. But they now have like this deeper connection because Skiing keeps saying, you know, no one else knows. They don't know what any like what what we done or whatever. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Hmm. They've got a complicated friendship because yeah. it's not really a friendship. <laughs> Frenemies. <laughs> and we haven't heard about. Cassian's sister? what is it called? Not his sister. What um, what are they called? Kanari. Kanari. Um, I was like, what's the name? Yeah, like I feel like they brought that up to keep that lingering over our heads, like, thinking about it every episode. Like, yeah. when's that gonna come back? And up? even with Karn at the end of the end of the, end of the episode, <laughs> um, how he had the the little his face, mm-hmm, Cassian's face show up. He's like, Kanari, man, he's still on that hunt. Yeah, because now kind of worse for cassian because now cyril has he's not under the empire right so he doesn't have to follow like let me fill out this form yeah. to give me clearance to do this he could just take off and try to go find cassian or would he even attempt that yeah i wonder if we're gonna meet uncle harlow i want to meet uncle harlow <laughs> i wonder if he's gonna pop up and be like yo Cyril, <laughs> <Cereal. laughs> what are you doing with your life <laughs> I don't know why it can sound like that can you please have like that new york accent <laughs> <laughs> i'm walking here <laughs> like that's uncle harlow <laughs> 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 that would be awesome i could see that that'd be very funny yeah it even mm-hmm. looked like i'm gonna call him kyle from time to time but car looked like he had like these action figures in clones. his room Yeah, they looked like, they looked like clones. to me i want to believe they're clones <laughs> clone action i figures. saw him at first and i was like Oh my gosh, are those clones? And they focused, like, a little bit, but not completely. So yeah. you couldn't see for sure. And but. it goes to show, like, even from when he was a k- kid growing up and had these action figures, he wanted to be a part of right. this mm-hmm. empire. Which, because he thought it was a good thing. Because he doesn't seem to know, like, how corrupt they are. Because he knows they're bad and they're doing bad things. But he, he he's trying to help. It's also... Like I think I don't remember who said it or when it was in the episode, but they said something about the empire can make forty mistakes and only have one show up and people see. It was something oh, like that. Oh, you talking that, about Nemec, when he said that? Oh, was that when it was? He was talking really fast. Maybe, maybe it was then. He's talking real fast. Yeah, getting all deep, <laughs> getting really deep really fast i feel like his accent thickened when he was talking i wonder if like if accents if people know based off their accent where they're from in star wars because we know like oh he's got a british accent he's obviously not from america Mm -hmm. and even british accents have their own kind of Mm -hmm. regional we've talked about this we have but i wonder if they can figure like they can kind of tell, yeah, "Oh, I yeah. know. I know you're from the core worlds." Right. I know you're from the outer room and just right. like stuff like that. Yeah, and then yeah. there's Cassie and they're like, "Where are you from?" You're right? Cuz nobody else has an accent like his mm-hmm. that we've seen so far. And then there's just waiting for someone to come up with his accent. Yeah. And then again, th- it's going to be a Spider-Man meme, the, the pointing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can't think of what they're called. Tailheads. The twee yeah, well, you don't need an accent to figure out where they're from, but... They've got the French. Yeah, they aren't are they the like only ones that we've seen so far that have French accents? Yeah, it's very cool how Star Wars incorporates accents mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. different places. <laughs> 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 yeah, I f- it's very much in the rising action right now, mm-hmm. and I wonder how big the climax is going to be. And yeah. if we're going to see the climax at the very end, or if we're going to be able to see a bit of, like, The falling action. Yeah. I feel like Lieutenant Gorn has the greatest reverse psychology that I've ever seen in Star Wars. Which one's Lieutenant Gorn? He's the one that's, like, he's the rebel, but he's working on the inside on Aldani. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, because he's down, he's in the room where they're going to, like, be raiding, Mm -hmm. raiding the place the next day, and... He's talking with the officers, and they're like, all the employees, basically, like, they've heard about Aldani. None of them want to come here. The only reason they would come here is to see this meteor shower Mm -hmm. that everyone's been talking about and how great it is. And he's like, no, like, they got to pull double duty. They got to paint this wall because this engineering officer is coming for an inspection that day. And they're like, we got to do this. And he's like, they're not going to have a break. They can't watch it. We need everyone that we can have down here. But they're like pleading with him, like, please. And he's like, okay, fine. Like he gave in, like, sure, why not? You guys can do that. Make sure this is done by the next day or whatever. And so they think they won and that he's mad. But really, he's like, they played right into his hands. And he even like kind of does a smirk as he walks away. Like, I did it. So this can't be pinned back to him. Yeah. Trying, oh, you were trying to get them all out of here. Mm -hmm. So, it was just very brilliant, the way that played out. Mm Mhm. Yeah, very, very thought through on their behalf. He's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we find out his backstory as well. His wife. Yeah, so he fell in love with one of the Aldani. Not a wife. (laughs) Love interest. Love interest. And she, I'm assuming, died. Because they just said said that he lost her. And I'm assuming that... I didn't think she died. I thought that she, like, left him. But, yeah, that would make more sense, no, I guess. No, I took it as she died. Yeah. And because you even see, like, the little the little officers and employees, you know, set up, like, target practice down at the yeah. temple. Mm-hmm. And he's very mad about that. Like, get this cleaned up, get this out of here. Yeah. They don't explain it at that point. He just seems really mad that they're disrespecting this. But then mm-hmm. you find out, oh, okay, there's yeah. more of a history here. And even when the other corporal is like, you know, there's might be a few hundred people come in here to see the eye. Mm. Can you imagine a few thousand people coming? And he's like, yeah, I can. I liked that line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, whoa. I'm just, I really want to see the next episode because yeah. I hope there's more fighting. I feel like action. The, this plan that they've been forming is going to go into effect now. We're going to see them attempting... Mm-hmm to take I hope so. yeah the way also, it ended was like really on edge like yeah everything's about to happen yeah. now mm-hmm. I like how Dad Cassian feeling about this <laughs> nice <night. laughs> <laughs> ding for you <laughs> <laughs> I like how Cassian is kind of everyone's not trusting of him but they are starting to listen to him more like when he's like I'll drive mm-hmm. you know when we do it I'll drive and they're like no stick to the plan he's like "No." I'm going to drive. Yeah. We, we can do your plan, but I'm driving. I also I it. think it's cool how, like, all of them are so super, super, this is a plan, let's stick to it, this is a plan, let's stick to it, and Cassian's like, things happen where it's going to have to change, and you're going to have to make adjustments, mm-hmm. and so I think that goes to show much of his experience with, which is... How does he have all that experience? What has he done? Yeah, where did he come from? Cotton like Joe? his conversation with skiing when he's like yeah. mentions something about a hand, right? Like some group or something. Like where did he get mm-hmm. all this knowledge? And even how you know they're all on edge with each other as they're traveling to their destination. How he's like, don't blame me for yeah. wanting to back out of this. Don't use me as an excuse. He's like because even if I wasn't the problem. You would find some some, some other problem. Right. And they're like, what do you mean by that? Like, and he even explains, if you didn't know that I was hired, yeah. Yeah, like the tensions are going to be high because it's the day before. Yeah. And it's basically, that's very true because they have everything figured out, set up. All they're doing is waiting. Yeah. So they're all on edge. And he's like, he's the one who understands that and is able to recognize that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of like, can't argue with that. That is true. Yeah. Also... Where is Vel and cinta going? What what are they gonna yeah, do? Yeah, like they have this mission. I I feel like we'll find out. The, they'll just come coming in hot. Mm-hmm. You know, I know. <laughs> who knows where? Imagine they just come in flying a fight a fighter <laughs> <laughs> a tie fighter. <laughs> yeah, I was really thinking like, like riding on a dragon or something. <laughs> dragon that is crazy. I very had I me. had crate dragon in my head. but I'm like, nah, we're not we're not on Tatooine here. Not some sort of water. No, that's something Mando would do, or like Boba. Yeah. Mando and Boba both did it. <laughs> that's true. They they got style. Actually, Mando didn't ride it. He, he just, just came just... out of its mouth. Yeah. We both did. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Boba did. It. Boba, he came out of the... Sarlacc? Yeah. yeah. More like he didn't come out of its mouth, he just came out from... It's dead. The sky. And, Yeah. Oh, it was no, still he alive. Out of his it was dead still alive when he climbed out of the sand. He climbed out of the sand. He killed it later on. Oh. With a seismic charge. Oh, I like love that Prettiest sound, sound in all of Star Wars. I, gu- I guess I wouldn't say prettiest, but like the most satisfying sound. It's funny how Cassian's kind of coming in late to the party mm-hmm. and they're not filling him in on all the details, just what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. So I bet you everyone else knows you know, where Valencent are going. But they're like, you don't need to know. Yeah. Because you just have to do what you're here to do. Essentially, that's kind of his thinking, too, I think, because he is a mercenary. Yeah. But I think he's also getting a little bit more involved into, like, okay, the Empire are bad people. Maybe there is something I can do that does impact. Yeah, because he definitely doesn't like the Empire. Right. But Mm. now he's kind of like I'm in it for the money. I'm in it, you know, to find my sister. To find his sister, and then Luthen, you know, is even like, hey, don't you want to get back at the Empire? So Cassian's kind of like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Plus my money. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe the reason why he's all about the money is so he can have the money in order to go places to find a sister. Yeah, because really. those dots never connected. <laughs> the show started out him trying to find his sister, right? And his, you know, rash actions caused everything to happen, right? So mm. if it if it was up to him, he'd probably still be looking for his sister right now. Yeah, I think the ending of this episode was just really satisfying. It was like with Luthan. Oh yeah, it really like builds up the anticipation for it. Like it's so yeah. much, um, so much depends on this mission. Yeah. Yeah, and he's yeah. freaking out because he, of course, wants the mission to go well. But he's thinking, what if it doesn't? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if they capture him or them, I should say, and start questioning all of them? Yeah. Especially Cassian because he's like, I hired Cassian to do this. He has no loyalty. So, and he who also knows wants if a Skycarver pack? Just... <laughs> yeah, he wants a Skycarver. <laughs> yeah. So, he's wondering, like, what if they just bribe Cassian to tell? Yeah he would just say whatever he knows because he doesn't have any connection to Luthien besides the promise of money. But then again, um, Cassian does know that Luthien knows a lot about him. That's true. Yeah. So he's Mm. kind of, so it's kind of holding to that. Like maybe, maybe out of curiosity, he might, Mm -hmm. but will he endure any type of torture or anything to find out? Yeah. Or will he just move on with his life? i think luthan's also expecting the worst too just mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. he's kind of a little bit set on everything's gonna fail because he said something oh what was it was it when um he was talking with his assistant it yeah. was just like it'll all be over by tomorrow right and he said or it'll we'll just, just be begin- beginning yeah i was like huh. that was kinda like, the, okay was i just doing. gotta say the music of that part was so yeah, good yeah. i like how during the conversation so casually in the back you see like what looks to be holocrons like a Sith holocron and a Jedi holocron yeah. just sitting on the shelf I'm like are those holocrons because <laughs> if they are they're huge was it just me they were huge yeah they were big just so casually because I was thinking when Luthen pulled out his Sky Kyber like where did he get this it's so Wait. interesting but you're like to Luthen is like just another you know Perfect. addition to his collection but he keeps this one on him at all times yeah so it makes it seem like a little cooler Mm-hmm. Kind of like, where did he get it? Because yeah. he's got a lot of different things in his collections. Yeah. It's probably also very valuable to the Empire, too. Mm-hmm. The Kyber. The Kyber. Even Sao Saw has that. a strange obsession with Kyber. Yeah. He should get that checked out. <laughs> and Make Rebels. Did he off of Kyber? <laughs> 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 Not. To anyone's knowledge. (laughs) No, it's just a lot of energy. Maybe Saw knows something everyone else doesn't. Is that why you wanted that big kyber crystal (laughs) Rebels? (laughs) Complete (laughs) 180. An interesting thought. I really like in Andor how Luthan, you're seeing this guy that's so involved with the rebellion, like its formation because we know about mon mothma how she had a big part in it but now we're getting this new character and to see like almost mon mothma is of course a big moving they're, part they're yeah they're portraying mon mothma to be like they're watching me for this mm-hmm. and that like everyone's watching me and he's behind the scenes even though they're both kind of behind the scenes he's even more so yeah Does that makes sense yeah so it was, like, so behind the scenes, we didn't even know about him <laughs> up to this point. So yeah, we, I, we I didn't know his that. front. Yeah. And then when we did, I was like, huh? Yeah, and who even knows if, like, anyone in the Empire suspects him? Yeah. Or suspects Mon Mothma. Yeah, because they definitely, they always watched Mon Mothma. Yeah. Because back during the time of the Republic, based off just her history and the things that she stood for and would fight for, is a reason enough to keep an eye on her Mm. even after the republic falls because she could try to do something about it yeah same like let's say if padme survived yeah they would definitely be watching padme yeah and same with bail organa i could see them keeping a close eye on him although he was doing all right they weren't really like they weren't hanging over his head all the time so he was more discreet about when he was forming the Rebel Alliance. I really hope we see him soon. It'd be really cool. Yeah, I hope he comes in this show. That would be really cool. I thought I saw him in, a, in the trailer, like a tiny clip of him. I Just don't like remember. him standing over a balcony and him turning around and be like, yo, what's up? He not that, obviously, but I'm pretty sure he was in the trailer. Bale. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <clears throat> Beowulf. Beowulf. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. There, I need to watch the trailer again. Because Sierra even said, like, oh, I remember seeing that in the trailer. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I remember, remember seeing um, Mon Mothma's daughter in the trailer. Oh.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I don't remember that. It's been a while since I've seen the trailer. So, yeah, hopefully we'll see everything go down in the next episode. Yeah. It's going down for It's rain. going down. I want to see this eye that they're yeah. talking about. Like, I really yeah. hope that's in the if next episode. If they don't episode. show it.
1: I don't They're know, gonna. Right? Can you
0: imagine? You're like, no, tilt the camera up. Yeah. I want to see it. Oh man. They're gonna be. They'll be so infuriated. Trudging their way along, escaping, and then Cassian's gonna look and be like, Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna join the rebels because <laughs> of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His whole life has changed. You're like, oh. Yeah. Well, that was strange. Yeah. Yeah, but next week I'm really, really looking forward to it. Yeah. It's gonna be great. I can already. It's one of those shows where i feel like some some shows you're like maybe the next episode will be better maybe this but this is one kind of like the mandalorian you know it's gonna be good mm-hmm. yeah I have so a i feel like next week is gonna be good what is your prediction i think cinta's gonna die i can <coughs> see that we have no information about her besides the fact that she's good at what she does i yeah. think they're all gonna die but i wonder if they'll ever share her backstory because everyone's kind of having it out right now mm-hmm. yeah I'm the confident. only ones that haven't have are terramin and a bit of Bell, have Bell, we too. seen terramins Mm-mm. terramin fell yeah. Incinta. yeah like who's the s- most likely to die here i think Mimic. <gasps> i don't want nimic to die no well, he, he even said like he's that. green, but he's just in it because like it's all the cause for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really but believes he's that they can make a difference against the empire. His his philosophical ideas. Maybe that's what what will give Cassian the umph he needs to be like like fighting for a reason. Yeah. But that could also be oh. like revenge. Yeah. So it's who knows why? Like I hope Cassian has a good motive for why yeah. he joined the yeah. Rebels. Because if it's out of kind of like a revenge thing, it's, it's complicated. It kind of, it's sort of like, okay, what's the difference between the Rebels and the Empire then? Yeah. What's because the- then you have like in Obi-Wan, you know Roken, how he was, he was the dude that was working with the Path and his wife was a Jedi, or at least a Force sensitive. And the Inquisitors came after and killed her. And so he's like, so now I do this, trying to, you mm-hmm. know, help other Force-sensitives, you know, yeah. make their way yeah. through the galaxy and basically survive. So he if he had a good, like, he had a sad yeah. story, but he wasn't doing anything out of revenge. He turned that around to help people. Yeah. So there's, like, different motives behind things. So I hope Cassian's got a good one. Yeah. It seems so far to be very personal motives. Mm-hmm and yeah, money yeah but a lot of people has have the same o- motives but it's a very personal I hope his sister does have medieval. something to do with me too like the rebel like joining why you yeah. joined the rebels yeah or maybe well like what happened to the rest of those kids too yeah Did, I feel like they, they touched on that but I don't remember yeah I, don't, I can't recall hmm <laughs> 'Cause he was basically taken I don't even know, maybe he doesn't even know what happened to them. Because right. he was saved. Which I don't think he would. The Andors. The Andors. The Andors. Yeah. And just never heard from them or heard about, you know you know, vague, what everyone else is talking about. Oh, did you hear about, you know, on Canari yeah. this happened. Yeah. But not knowing the full story. Just the gossip. Hmm. The whispers. I'm looking forward to it. And will, will that team Ever find out that Cassian's <laughs> is a criminal? <laughs> <laughs> I murdered two guys like a yeah. uh, few days ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think they get the feeling like, oh, yeah, he's willing to kill. Yeah. He's not going to feel bad he about it. do hesitate in yeah. that area. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get more of his story, or if they'll, like, that was kind of enough. Yeah. Or they'll all die and they will never know. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. Either way, it's going to yeah. be intense. It's really, really, it's a really good show because you can't really predict it, mm-hmm. which is... I like unpredictable things because if yeah. it's predictable, you're like, yep, this this is how I expected yeah. it. Which, I mean, I guess you feel smart, but you're not... It's not as engaging. Surprise. Yeah. And also, I feel like that's how it was for me with Mando. Just like, okay, yeah, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Obviously, he's going to be reunited with Baby Yoda, but with this one, it's sort of... A it it almost goes so slow that it's hard to predict it and yet it's like everything so is in slow motion we're all watching in slow motion yeah. like okay yeah but so much is and happening what's going on yeah and then there's Dedra who's still you know starting to she's smarter than all these other imperials right and like cuz she follows her gut and she's going mm-hmm. with her gut feeling and and, and puts these. herself in their shoes if this was me trying to do this this is what i would do yeah Instead of thinking like when Cassian explains, you know the Imperials—they're so fat and satisfied. Yeah. Which is what all the other, like the rest of them, are like. Like we can't be beat because we're we, we have so much power. Right. But she's starting to, you know, actually think, consider possibilities that they could be smart mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, because I if I believe i'm getting the information right in the second episode not the second episode wait maybe it was the second episode i don't remember but he she had that conversation with her boss or whatever and did she like fight in a war somewhere i don't i don't think she fought war. but it was something i i don't know because she's new to that job so whatever she was doing before must have given her some sort of experience in following her gut and yeah like how'd she get to where she is right I like the scene when Blevin comes back from Ferrex, and when he's walking down the hall with his aides, like he doesn't even give her a right. glance. Nothing, like he he knows she's there, but he's right. not even like I'm gonna glance at you. Like I'm, you know, better than you, which is so much deeper, and more hurtful. Yeah, that he wouldn't even pay any attention to her. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, man, this fool is gonna gotta die yeah which i feel like that mm. could be a possibility or he'd be like you know the tarkin type who they just keep living on yeah mm. so yeah there's a lot we've really touched on every single character's story today yeah except I for big like we haven't seen her <gasps> since episode three no so like what's going on with that like we could have just seen the end and of his her story mom. at that point yeah Like, Ferex, we went back and saw Ferex, you know, getting taken over by the Imperials, Mm -hmm. but we didn't get any of the story of the people that we saw on Ferex. It would be really cool if they started an an uprising there. Yeah. Like, his mom and Bix. Yeah. Because at this this moment, I mean, Bix is pretty tough, but she went through a lot. Yeah, and everybody would, she most of all would have a bit of a motive because... Tim died. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was. Everybody hates the, the Imperials. Imperials. The Imperials, yeah. Like, how long will they stand for it? Right. Will they just cower, you know, under in fear mm-hmm. and just give into it? Like a lot of planets do with yeah. the Empire. Because they're so powerful. Or yeah. They make themselves out to be so powerful. Yeah. I also or have a feeling that it? both Karn, Kyle, both kyle and dedra they're both they just always have this look of absolute fear on their faces Mm -hmm. like what are they so afraid of like what happens to them if yeah they get something wrong yeah i mean Cyril got fired and that to him was a big letdown right and then there's dedra who's just trying like why is she trying so hard like does right. she want to be promoted or is, is that the real reason or is she actually trying to stop the rebels and yeah. for what reason which i think she is i think dedra is because Val when she said like everyone has their own rebellion like that yeah. applies to the imperials too yeah. which most of them were just to rise to power but then there's yeah. characters like this like karn and dedra who like seem like they ha- should have another reason just based off of their character development yeah. that we've seen. I can't believe we have so many more episodes. I know. I'm so it's so, so exciting because it's gonna end. The last episode is gonna be the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I've already I already have a plan. I'm gonna get a <laughs> pumpkin pie, <laughs> and I'm going to in the finale s- see how much pie I can eat. Nice. That's a great plan. Yep. I'm probably just gonna have a can of whipped cream. That's, That's great. <sighs> you should come over. <laughs> you bring the whipped cream. i yeah. g- I got the pie. Oh, like cool whip. Depending on which one you like. I like both of them. Yeah. Sierra doesn't like Cool Whip. Right? You're no. crazy. She's crazy. I could just. You just spoon the Cool yeah. Whip. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Bite a pie. Bite the Cool Whip. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fun. It does. So yeah, we'll see what episode six has in store for us next week. We'll be back next Sunday with another review of Andor. And I'm looking forward to next week's theme. I feel yeah. like every week I'm looking forward to the episode, but also the different version of the, the opening theme. <laughs> yeah. That's part of the excitement. It's, o- it's always so pretty. Like, you see, like, the rims of the letters, yeah. and I'm like, every time, I'm like, what is that? It's and then you see it come up, like, oh, right, it's like, yeah. oh, duh, Sandor. I thought that was, like, a planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, i every time, it's so exciting. It yeah. really gets you into it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If you like this episode of Star Wars Old Republic Radio, please be sure to subscribe and follow us. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you like, you got the time, please be sure to leave us five-star reviews. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll talk to you all next week.